All right, welcome to another amazing kick-ass episode of Bachelor Massacre. I don't even think I said the name of the show last time. I mean, no. you said it at the end, but I never even said, I just said welcome. Because you're going to do the Bachelor Massacre. Oh, I, <laughs> but I, I don't have like an actual soundbite for that. Usually I just say it and then I change myself. Yeah. Saying, I throw the effects on me saying. Oh, yeah. We got an intro. Hi. Why? Every time you do it, you sound like fucking like drunk ass Dracula. Bachelor Massacre. That's <laughs> <laughs> how you sound when you do that. Joey's like, Bachelor Massacre. I mean, you, you sound like fucking Dracula's been out all night drinking fucking alcohol uh, blood. He's just been sucking on alcoholics all night and he's just all fucked <laughs> up. <Sucking> on- <laughs> <laughs> well, that's like, I don't know. That's my like, Quentin Tarantino intro, like, voice, you know? I don't know why. Quentin Tarantino? From which movie are you referring to? I don't know. Death Proof or something? Quentin Tarantino's Death Proof. Dracula was in Death Proof? Not, no. I know it's like, it doesn't mean to sound like Dracula. <laughs> no. Okay. I'm not good at this. I'm not a voiceover artist, okay? Uh, J-Wave. <laughs> um... Uh, but uh, welcome. Thank you for joining us. Uh, my name is Jay Waves. I'm here with the illustrious Mandy Says, who just celebrated a birthday. So everybody say happy birthday. Yeah. Um, how old are you? 35. Damn, old as fuck. I'm officially in geriatric pregnancy range. Damn, you are a geriatric pregger. <laughs> Not pregnant. <laughs> Jerry but... P is what we call you. <laughs> what up, Jerry P? Old 35 ass. Damn. Well, welcome to the old ass club. Uh, I'm much older than you, so um, my wrinkles. I have I have more than 35 wrinkles on my on my forehead alone. So um, that's uh, how they count your age. They count the rings. Yeah, seriously, they count the wrinkles in my forehead. Um, this is the Women Tell All episode. It is season 25, week nine, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yes. So this is our ninth episode. Hooray to us for that. But this is the uh, the Women Tell All, which is uh, pretty much kind of just like a giant uh, cat fight with Chris Harrison refereeing um, a big part of it. Mm-hmm. We open, and you know, I find this this whole it's still the the icky film is still kind of smeared across this season because the episode opens with making it very clear that this was pre-recorded on February 4th yep. because they're justifying Chris Harrison's presence at this because he's supposedly not going to be hosting no. after the final rose. No. And we still don't know who's hosting that, do no, we? No, we do. We oh, do. Who is it? He is a like a he has this show called Uncomfortable Conversations with a Black Man. Um he's like a psychologist. Hold on. Uh, so he's a non-Bachelor Nation person? Mm-hmm. I don't know how I feel about that, to be honest. I think it's going to be good. I mean, this guy might be dope as fuck, but like, why would you not just find a dope as fuck person within the community? I don't know. That's just how that's how you do it. Yeah, Emmanuel um, Acho. Bless you. <laughs> <laughs> Dork. Um, You've never seen this? No. Oh, dude, he's awesome. He's like, oh, shit. He's one of the best interviews interviewers I've ever like. Oh, so you've seen to. him? You've seen him do stuff before? Oh yeah. Where where do you where have you seen him? On that show you were talking about? Um, uncomfortable conversation. It's like a I think it's like a YouTube channel. Um, but he interviews. You got time to watch a YouTube channel, bro? I've been I've been <laughs> subscribing to some YouTube channels. Oh my god! I've been watching this girl called Emma Chamberlain, who's uh, 
a dork, but I kind of like sidebar. Something that we touched on last episode is how you don't you don't have any time to do any of your Bachelor Massacre <laughs> administrative work, and yet every time I log into our joint Hulu account, I see all the shows you've been watching. I, I apparently you you've been subscribing to YouTube channels and just having a good old time. It's background stuff. I have it playing in the background while I'm working. I see. I see. Because I look at LinkedIn profiles all day, so right. I can just have that shit playing in mm-hmm. the background. Okay. Penning the crowd, we see Kayla in a yellow dress with some huge bamboo hoops. I figured you probably liked those mm-hmm. things. They were massive. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chelsea looks like she lost a little bit of the baby fat in her face, probably starving herself to be get back into the modeling uh, industry. But she looks fabulous with her hair dyed blonde. Made me kind of want to dye my hair blonde again. Uh, Victoria has some kind of mermaid aquamarine sequin fucking crazy jumpsuit on. I don't know what the fuck that thing was exactly. Yeah. And you know, one thing about it that was awkward is like, I kind of liked the color and it had like a nice balance of like fuzz and sequins or some shit. But <laughs> did you notice when the, like when the lapel like flapped open, it's just got some like nude, uh, like, like lining. Yeah. That just looked bad i'm like how are you gonna have a, a, a piece that's like that showy and then have a lining on it that's not also fresh so that if your lapel flops like you're still looking fresh yeah do you know what i'm saying i think it's more there for the contrast probably oh, also the fact that you, you recognize these things like i just will never understand this what do you mean you notice been... all kinds of fashion stuff no not really i feel like you notice more fashion shit than i you do. know you you'll be like get, You'll be like, yo, slide into my DMs and get me a cacalabacala sh- shirt. And I'll be like, what's oh, cacalabacala? Yeah. And by the way, there was a lot of ruching on this women yeah. tell all. There yeah. was so much ruching. I love that you know what ruching is now. First up we have, and I just found out uh, right before we started recording that you were goofing off during this part and didn't see what happened. But <laughs> we start out with MJ versus Jesenia. MJ is looking good. Jasenia is looking good. They both have very different vibes as far as, you know, how they act and how they dress. But, um, you know, it was another sort of pointless argument between the two. Mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, there's been a lot of talk about the ABC really kind of exploiting the sort of like drama and like right. bullying and stuff. And one thing I noticed with this tell all is that the the mean girls, quote unquote, they're still mean. You know, they're unapologetically mean. And both when Serena, I mean, I'm sorry, when Jasenia is trying to kind of justify, you know, her anti-toxicity stance or whatever we want to call it. Same thing with Katie. Like everybody just went at them, you know, like MJ came at Jasenia and tried to make her look like the stupid one when, you know, I I don't necessarily think that that Jasenia was out of line. I don't think Jasenia was totally out of line. But I have to say that there were a lot of women and not just the like mean girls. Like there was like, I think like Mari was kind of siding with them. There were a couple. Oh, Mari was talking a lot of shit. Yeah, there were a couple women there that really weren't a part of like the whole, like we're being toxic. I think even like Kayla said something. Well, at, at one point, Katie was trying to justify her stance and she said something nice about Kayla. And I think Kayla was like, yo, don't bring my name into this shit. Because as soon as Kayla could speak, she she jumped in and like took Katie down too. Yeah, because I think, but I think that they actually do have a point. I think that, Katie created more toxicity by calling out the toxicity. 
You know what I mean? Well, nobody likes a snitch. I mean, that was career suicide right there. But yeah. we'll, we'll get to that. So we start out with uh, MJ versus Jesenia. Then I would say the next uh, sort of pairing would be Ryan versus Victoria. Were you were you no, around for that? Still wasn't in. God, Damn this it. episode's gonna suck too, folks. I promise we'll be we'll be awesome again. Uh, <laughs> we'll be awesome again next time. But basically, uh, you know, Ryan, who wasn't on the show very much, right? Um, but was definitely emotional. Mm -hmm. um, and she was somebody who was bullied by Victoria because right. Victoria was calling her a hoe for being a dancer, and they had had some dialogue about that. So. Man, I was really hoping that you were gonna did Victoria, you were gonna grab the ball and run here. <laughs> did Victoria apologize or own Victoria, up to it? Oh God, Victoria is just so deflective. You know, one thing about this episode is that they must have, like, Victoria must already be suffering enough, like, on her own. Oh yeah, in the sense that, like, they didn't really come at her that hard on this. And I mean, she got a little, she caught, she caught a little bit, but like they could have been much harder on her. And I, and Victoria still said some sort of delusional things at one point, you know, she was crying to, when she actually got to speak to Matt, talking about the levels of pain that she was experiencing. And like, it's been hard watching the show back because yes, I was involved in drama and that was a really hard learning experience because I do feel like it could have had a shot at a, more of a romance um, with my exit. It kind of just hurt my feelings how I saw you said, um, like, I need to self-reflect and I have no words for her because <laughs> I felt like I had done my best to open up and I just have like tremendous fear of rejection. So that was why my exit was just a little dramatic. I was going through like just levels of pain at that time. She's saying that so she can make excuses for her behavior. Yeah, it just was I just Victoria, there's there's no redemption for Victoria, you know? No. There just really isn't. And I think everybody knows that I mean, she made references to getting death threats. Yeah. Um and you know, the whole death threats thing is it's really intense. I don't know nobody needs to be getting death threats. I mean, nobody needs to get killed over this shit. Shunned. Dropped by their sponsors, you know, stuff like that. I'm fine right, with right. we, don't, we don't need death threats. No one needs to kill Victoria. No. It's really sad. I mean, I, I feel bad for anybody who's getting fucking death threats. Dude, everybody Because you know me, can you imagine threats. if I got a death threat and I didn't know who it was from? God, yeah. it would drive me fucking crazy. And that's just one. I know. What if I had multiple death threats? <laughs> you you would leave. You would go to like like a remote island. Somebody go to my Instagram and death threat me. <laughs> It's uh, official J Waves uh, no, on Instagram. No, please and Twitter. don't. No, somebody death threat me. Do it no. on Instagram, though. Don't send me like a letter, like written in blood. Just go on my Instagram so I can see who you are and just death threat me. I just think it would be fun. Just just shoot me, slide into my DMs and threaten my life. Oh. <laughs> That's what I need. Okay, so did, did you get to see uh, Chelsea and Katie talking shit? Yes. Katie? Yeah, I think I I I was in I was in when Katie started talking and she's kind of explaining how why she tattled on everybody. Yeah, but Chelsea uh Chelsea definitely comes at her. I think I just wrote down a lot of people were were mad at Katie in that moment, but 
I also wrote that Kit Kit looked like Marge Simpson. I don't know if you remember an episode of The Simpsons where Marge... This is a very old one. I know you haven't seen maybe that many, but... Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. There's an old one where she gets like a black and pink like yeah. Chanel suit and she has to keep altering it in order to to keep up with the ladies that yeah. she's been lunching with, you know, because she's going to like the country club, but she only has one outfit, so she keeps changing yeah. it. And uh, Kit's outfit looked like one of Marge's alterations. Yeah. It was like a sleeveless like grandma fucking thing dude she's always so conservative yeah it was it's like interesting. a it's like a high neck kind of thing yeah she dresses really conservative that she's might never... be where her nazi tattoo is <laughs> like on her chest you know and that's why oh, she never shows you cleavage dare. don't you dare i'm not starting a rumor <sighs> i mean if anybody probably has a secret swastika in the basement it's probably her mom what are what, what's who's her mom again? Cynthia Rowley. The fashion designer. Yeah. Lots of money. Probably eats babies and shit. Yeah, she's definitely drinking that of, baby's blood to stay one young. One of the elites. She's yeah. probably on Epstein's <laughs> hanging Epstein's out, role. Hanging out with drunk Jack drunk drunk Dracula. Say drunk Dracula. Drunk Dracula. Damn, you did that just 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 good. Just, just good, not the great. You <laughs> just just fine. I wrote I hate models. I'm such an asshole. I just I just I'm so envious of people who they just have to be good looking and that's all they have to do. You know, I'm not because eventually you get old and you stop being good looking. I know, but by then you're rich. And some people like Chelsea, Chelsea's going to be attractive until she's like a hundred. Yeah, dude, she's, gonna, she's a stunner. <laughs> so, you know, I just, I'm just, I'm just jealous. You know, I'm just, I'm just jealous of people who are like, I don't really have to do much. I don't even have to be like even nicer. I just have to be well, hot. Have you ever watched America's Next Top Model? I have. Dude, modeling is not easy. I know it's not easy. Like, you gotta... I'm not saying that they don't work hard. Yeah. Did you ever think that maybe there's more to life than being really, really, really ridiculously good looking? <laughs> we, next, we have Anna versus Brittany. Remember those two? Brittany yep. the, being accused yeah. of being an escort. Which uh, I think she, maybe she got death threats over that, too. Everybody gets fucking death threats. Oh, yeah, she did. She definitely... And, and, um, Brittany was actually kind of sweet about it. She was like, You're saying Look, Brittany got death threats? No, Brittany was sweet about, well, not sweet, but like she was understanding for Anna because Anna's getting a shit ton oh, of death Anna's threats. Oh, Anna's getting death threats. You know, so. and Anna and, and Brittany even says, because she gets interviewed by Chris Harrison and uh, Brittany's like, yo, like she's, we're good. Like she's apologized. Like leave her alone kind of thing. I do. I can't believe that Anna said that Chicago is a small town. I did receive messages from people who knew your ex-boyfriends and people who went to school with you. And like, Chicago is a small town. But, I mean, like, is it your place to bring it into no, the house? No, completely. It wasn't. Bro, she's nuts. Yeah. And, you know, I really loved the difference in their two looks because Anna just looked like the, like, washed out ice queen. I mean, she was just, I don't know who dressed her for that event, but she yeah. was washed out out dude and then she wasn't really showing her teeth she was very aware of her teeth yeah because she probably got tooth memed yeah yeah because you know in the when they were showing the flashbacks of her talking shit to victoria talking about how britney was an escort those yeah. teeth were on display all teeth all teeth so teeth. yeah she was hiding them chompers but uh <laughs> wow good tooth good tooth noise um yeah. Oh, and um, um britney was very you know snow white very dark and lovely with the like dark her hair was like real dark and her lips yeah. were dark and they looked a little less um, swollen than they did. I think maybe some of the filler had absorbed. <laughs> so she well, didn't look quite as duck-like as she did on the show. So one thing I have to say, Brittany was like super poised. 
She was ready for every question. Yeah, she was awesome. She really killed it. She killed it. I think she had training. Like I, cause like people get training for like interviews, like these kinds of things. I learned about it on keeping up with the Kardashians and you can like get someone that specializes in like, you know, interviews and they teach you how to like navigate the interviews and how to sound good. Well, she apparently needed a coach to say the word compartmentalize because Compart- that, was, that was a really funny, a funny clip uh, of her trying to say that. Matt's really good at cart. Oh my gosh, I can't even say it. Carp mental. <laughs> Matt is really good at carp. I'm not even gonna. <laughs> um, after Anna versus Brittany, we get to see the dates that we didn't see. And this is something that, you know, was brought up in some of my reading as well because. Uh, I, we'll, we'll talk about them in, in a second, but like all these dates are like really funny and, yeah. and cool. And it's like, why did you edit this shit out? But give us a bunch of fucking people fighting and yelling at each other, you know? Yeah. Cause like even in a, in a, in a situation, like some of these, these events, like fucking terrible Victoria's there, but she's like being kind of funny and everybody's yeah. getting along. It's like, yeah, you really are showing us like the darkest shit aren't you and i'm wondering if if this kind of shit happens if the darkness that we see in this season happens in other seasons it just gets edited out like i'm wondering if they did you know what i mean i feel like there's always lots of lots of drama pretty much here here's here's bachelor or bachelorette i mean there was hella drama on uh not so much this Bachelorette, I mean, there was Bennett and Noah, but beyond that, was there really like that much like no. drama? I feel like the dudes were pretty like yeah. well, down for each they other. They were bro bromancing. Yeah. So one of the first dates that we see that we didn't see, I just wrote down I just wrote down what's in the box. And, oh my god, I thought the same thing. And you know, you know what sample I'm gonna have to put here. What's in the box? <laughs> of course. Oh, what's in the box? What's in the fucking box? He just told you. You lied! You're a fucking liar! So the ladies had to fish, uh, I guess, you know, wedding rings or whatever out of bowls of crickets and cockroaches and maggots, <gasps> things like that. <sighs> At one point they said fire crickets. Is that even a thing? I don't think that's a thing. No, they just get, they called, they, they called one of like the cockroaches like murder cockroaches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think they were just having fun with that because I'm like, man, I ain't never heard of no fire cricket. Yeah. Um, another one was where they had to, this was with, remember when I said like, God, they had Ben Higgins on here and he didn't even do shit. Yeah. So this was one of the the Ben Higgins uh, helmed fucking dates was they all had to eat a bunch of dry pancakes and then chug oh, yeah. like a giant mug of beer. Yeah. And there was some funny <laughs> uh, footage of Victoria cheating in that. Uh, she threw her piece of her pancake on the ground. Mm-hmm. There were jokes about how dry the pancakes were. Then there was an, a hide and seek date that ended up with Kit lost in the woods, <laughs> which was definitely one of the funnier uh, bits. Of the episode. And it's crazy. There was like a whole hot tub scene. I'm like, how did a hot tub scene get edited out? I know. Like like Matt's in a hot tub with like five women and kids just like out <laughs> wandering the countryside talking she's, about she's got no concept of time. I have no concept of time. <laughs> oh my God. You found me. Get in here. Okay, I get it. He's a great hider. <laughs> Where were you looking? Everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to see how she's pissed gonna be. Is. <laughs> Matt! <laughs> uh, another um, 
thing that was edited out was a was part of the boxing episode and in mm-hmm. classic uh, Rocky uh, form. They had to do the raw egg. Have you ever done the raw egg before? It's not that no. bad. It's not that bad. It actually tastes like a little bit like an egg. Like it's not. It's not horrible. I think my dad has done it before. Maybe my brother too. Yeah, me and Pat did it one night just to see what it was like, like a long time ago. We yeah. were probably like working out at the time, you know? Yeah. And I used to put raw eggs into my uh, smoothies all the time. Really? Mm-hmm. And you know, you've had a drink, like a fancy cocktail where they like probably Yeah, egg whip. whites. I, I, make a, I make a whiskey sour, like a true whiskey sca- sour with egg white. Right. And that's raw, right? Raw egg white, yeah. Raw. Raw. Um, so yeah, you could probably handle it, but uh, people were definitely having difficulty uh, with that. Katie threw up. Yeah. And MJ confessed that she didn't like birds in general and therefore didn't like eggs. <laughs> I like MJ. I really do. Uh, I don't know if I'm supposed to or not. She got her hair brightened. That shit was looking very bright. It was it was bright, but it needed oil. Uh, it, looked, it looked dry. It looked dry. Yeah, it looked drier than it usually does. And I just like heard my mom's voice being like, you need to put oil in your hair due to me <laughs> FaceTiming with my mom. When so, was the last time you did a condition? <laughs> <laughs> like uh, what kind of oil? Like argan argan oil? Yeah, like VO five yeah. hot oil. <laughs> <laughs> no, like a like a hair oil. Yeah, argan oil is usually the go to. And another thing that was edited out, which was a fucking travesty, was Matt and Tasha and maybe JoJo, uh, JoJo mm-hmm. eating hot wings. I know that were apparently really hot. <laughs> I love it. Like. How are you going to edit the wings out? Remember they had the wings in the bowling, in the bowling uh, date? Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. And I, was, I was so happy to see wings represented on uh, <laughs> on on The Bachelor. And then, yeah, and it looked like they had like a little logo set up, like they were doing some kind of plug or something. There like, must have been some kind of like, because uh, it were spicy and I think they were meant for some kind of competition or something. And remember or I like said- like a scavenger that, hunt. Oh, remember I said they were going to be eating, a, having a hot pepper eating contest if they were yeah. actually able to go yeah. to the places. But like, uh, yeah, they, they do like spicy eating contests and stuff. I yeah. like that kind of thing. And there's that uh show that I've never actually watched, but it's like hot ones where they do the they interview and then mm-hmm. I think you eat like a an increasingly hotter chicken wing. Like you keep yeah. eating wings and they keep getting hotter and hotter and then you have to like answer questions while you're like burning up. There's that great oh, footage of, yeah. I- of Idris Elba when he like ate one that was too <laughs> too hot and he's like coughing and gagging and shit. But um <laughs> So in a move that I thought was interesting and, you know, you and I were talking earlier tonight about whether or not Katie was going to be the next Bachelorette because there were rumors. And so Katie gets the hot seat. And I got to say, I I love Katie and I love that she's like, to me, like a, just a regular, she's like your average woman. I mean, she's beautiful, but Mm -hmm. she's like, she's just like a regular lady, you know? Yeah. Uh, Some of these other women are, are obviously like just very, very hot and they've just been living like a hot girl life but i feel like right. katie's just been living a bank manager life you know what i mean <laughs> is that like, what she does she's a bank manager mm-hmm. yeah uh, but yeah. she's like she's she's normal she's yeah. a normie and uh so you know i root for her but i also don't think she was quite the monumental character that she was sort of made out to be no nah. and they put her in the hot seat and they do this uh you know the montage of her relationship with matt and i'm like what the fuck are you guys doing, man? Katie never had a fucking chance. No. Like, why are you acting like America was surprised when, you know, she didn't get the fucking rose? Yeah. That was a waste of time. It was. It was such a waste of time. I would have much rather seen, like, bro, like, the blooper footage with, like, him and Serena P and not getting out of the... uh... (laughs) 
Yes, uh, yo, because I had made a joke about Matt's uh, Matt covering up his boner with yeah. like a pillow or something. Yeah, but, dude, did you, the way the camera like zoomed in on her ass too, like it was like yeah. from his point of view, because like the camera locked in on her little butt as she was getting out of the hot tub, and then like you knew something was gonna happen. I thought I kept thinking because her bottom, her bikini bottom was tied. I kept thinking it was gonna pop off because I'm like oh. they're so focused on her butt. I was like her bikini bottom is gonna fall off, no. but no, Matt just had to hide the you bone. You were you were wishing it. You were wishing. Of to course, will I was it. wishing it, but I knew that it was gonna get blurred out, so it's not like I was gonna yeah, get to see anything. That's true. So yeah, they shouldn't have spent that much time on Katie. I think part of that could be because of the possibility at that point that she was gonna. Um, that she was maybe going to be the bachelorette. They're like, let's try to make Katie seem to be more important. Because hmm. she is a fan favorite from everything that I keep reading. People keep referring to her as a fan favorite. Like, you know, just because she wasn't trying to be dramatic and, you right. know, sex positive And, you know, maybe people also like that she's a normie, you know. Yeah. A normalo. She's too normie. Abigail gets the hot seat. Everybody loves Abigail. Uh. Be, it would be pretty cool. I looked at her Instagram too. It's nice that she, I think it's awesome. I'm like, it's so cool that the the cochlear implant like is a successful thing. Oh, yeah. I mean, she would have zero hearing without it. Yeah. I, I just, technology like that makes me happy that there are people who, uh, and you know, I don't know any of the politics around it and I don't know anything about FARS costs, but just in general that a person who... Uh, would hear nothing, would be able to. Because Abigail doesn't read deaf. I mean, other than her her voice having that sort of, jeez, oh, I mean, the stereotypical deaf mm -hmm. sound, like the way she speaks, you know? She, yeah. she does put off those vibes, but she she seems to be able to hear very well. Yeah, I had a, a friend in, geez, middle school and high school um, same thing. She had the cochlear implant. She didn't use sign language. She, she, you know, mostly read my lips and she could hear me, you know, sometimes I'd have to repeat myself, but barely. And she had, she spoke so similarly. So I was actually already used to that kind of voice, but yeah, like, dude, Abigail, Abigail opening up about the deaf community and how she's kind how of she in, doesn't really fit in. She's kind she's, of in between. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think. But it, doesn't it suck that that's literally every community? Like, yeah, everybody is getting shit on in their own fucking groups. You know? Yeah. Well, it's interesting because remember I told you a while back I was watching this show called Deaf You, and it's all about uh, a a deaf university. So it's a university for deaf kids. Mm -hmm. And there's different like rankings within the deaf community. There's like, yeah, we did talk about this. It's called they like there's a group that they call themselves um, elite. I think is the word for it, and it's when their entire family is deaf. Right. So they their first language is ASL. So when she when she started talking about it, I was like, oh, I remember hearing about that. There's like different levels and different. Yeah, it's weird. It's a weird, uh, it's weird. Not weird. It's just different and new. Something I've never heard about. But if you look at her Instagram, she's just another beautiful Instagram girl. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think she would be an interesting choice for Bachelorette. She's my number one pick for Bachelorette. Yeah, cool. Hands cool. down. But so she gets her time in the hot seat. It's sad. America loves her. I think it was when Abigail's on stage, you know, I thought this was hilarious that they show footage of Matt saying that the first girl he ever kissed 
He bit her lips so bad that it bled. Oh, I knew you were going to love that. And he's still eating faces. <laughs> Nobody ever corrected him. And obviously, he's biting not quite as hard, but Matt is still eating faces. Bro, I literally let out a cackle when I heard that. I was like, J-Waves is going to love this. Yeah, it was too It was too good. Yeah. Um, next in the hot seat is Piper. And, you know, when, when they put Piper on blast in the retrospect like that, I was like, yeah, you know, Piper did. Piper was a player. Piper had a big. Yeah. You know, she was she was up there and they did. Ha they did have a, a connection. Mm -hmm. And I guess we could say that she got dumped for Michelle, which is obviously a stronger connection. But Piper right. was in there. And I'm glad that racist Chris Harrison kind of talked to her about the same thing that I was kind of mentioning in the in episode seven about how uh, she was saying what a, a waste of time it was, you know, and and yeah, I, I'm like, Piper, it wasn't a waste of time, you know, like you were awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And everybody knows that she's awesome now. Yeah. And she's so pretty. <laughs> Yeah, she looked, her top was a little uh, constricting, but she did uh, she did look good. I liked her her gold chain, yeah, and stuff. And she's just cool. She seems like a like a cool person. Well, she she definitely took away some good stuff from it. She learned, um, you know, that she needs to be more open and more vulnerable. And being open and vulnerable isn't such a bad thing. Well, by the way, the theme of the show, the theme of the Women Tell All was growing and learning. Everybody yeah. was like, well, I learned something about myself. Everybody yeah, fucking yeah. said that. Yeah. Serena P goes on the, uh, gets uh, to go into the hot seat and she is ruched the fuck up. Her outfit was hella ruched. We, I think we, everybody loves Serena P too. Nothing really bad to say about her. I think she still feels, I got the impression that she still felt like she made the right decision though. I mean, she, oh, didn't, yeah. she didn't think like, I want another chance with Matt. I mean, I think she just... Said that she cared a lot about Matt and she was thinking about him. And I'm sure Matt's probably thinking about her too. I don't know what the fuck Matt's thinking about, honestly. I mean. He's just butthurt that he got dumped. Yeah. I mean, that's that's probably it. I don't yeah. know. But you're right in that he probably did see her as a little bit more of a chase, I guess. So, right. you know, something, uh, something to challenge himself with. Wait, hold on. To go back to Piper, because I'm pretty sure it's Piper that said something that made me be like, oh, these women hate Matt. Because I think Piper say? said, Matt has a way of making you feel really important. And she said something about, and all the girls here can attest to this. Like, Yeah, he, we've talked about that on the we, show. We've talked like. about it, right? So what if I feel like that was kind of a jab to him because she's kind of like saying like, yo, like this, this dude's a player. Like he's a player. I think... I think she thinks and a lot of the other women think and that could tell just by the looks on their faces that they all think that Matt's a player. I would say it's that's yeah, I mean I, I'm I'm cool with that yeah. assessment. I mean, I think that there's certainly player elements. I mean, and I've been saying like I know he's not the the good, you know, the little angel that he's been he's been made out to be on the show. Yeah. But that he really does I mean, for better or for worse, just want to keep everybody happy, you mm -hmm. know? And so he he does make you feel important because he doesn't he doesn't necessarily have the balls to make you feel less important right. than any somebody else who should be more important. <laughs> I think it's just a way for him to avoid having to The difficult conversations. Well, not difficult conversations, but like 
He's not fucking, he's not that cool. He's not that interesting. So what has he got going for him? Well, he's going to make them feel special and make them feel liked and adored. I, I got to say, though, that Matt is also ridiculously good looking. And when he comes in the room, the women go fucking nuts. I mean, you just said that the women all hate Matt, but okay. they are fucking the stoked when he comes in. Like, they are all smiling. Every one of them that was, like, on the in the hot seat, like, yeah, Matt, Matt. Everyone's like, hey, Matt, you know, it's just it's just awesome. It's just so awesome that we got to have, <laughs> share this time together. I mean, everybody is, they're under his spell the second he walks well, in the room. Well, he's got, he's, yeah, he's beautiful. And he's got a kind of, like, magnetism about him. But that doesn't change the fact that he doesn't have much more beyond that. I know, but I'm just saying it still has an effect yeah. on on people. I think that, yeah, I mean, like Matt just being really good looking, it just helps him get away with uh, get away with shit on this show. Yeah, but I mean, they probably you're right. I mean, I, they probably are also disappointed in his. I'm saying when he's not there, they're all they're all bummed on him. But then as soon as he walks in, everybody's like adjusting themselves yeah, in yeah, their yeah. in their seats and like sitting up a little taller. Back so I wanted to play a clip, the only clip I prepared ahead of time, but when Matt comes out and puts his own ass in the hot seat, Chris hits him with this. There was one reoccurring issue America had with your journey as The Bachelor. You know, I think it was the fact that you always, and I mean always, had, had a turtleneck on. <laughs> but no, that's not what it was. I was waiting for him to say that you always wore turtlenecks because what was more of a defining uh thing but apparently and i sort of noticed this but wasn't sure if i was actually seeing that but it was that he kisses with his eyes open oh yeah i didn't i say that like a while a few episodes I back can't, i can't remember yeah because tyler cameron called him out on it on the internet yeah like made memes of him with his eyes open <laughs> and shit like that <laughs> but like you know i noticed it in the beginning but I don't think I noticed it later on. That's kind of weird. I mean, imagine like, think of all the people you've made out with, right? Yeah. Now imagine if there was a camera like in your face filming it and then putting it on TV. Yeah. You might want to take a peek and see where they are. See, get, get, well, get your angles right. Well, that's not what I mean. I just mean like, I have no idea what I look like when I'm doing that, you know, like like Matt, nobody ever told Matt he was a freak. I guess he's been called out like for it before, but like- right. I mean, it is kind of it is kind of weird because like they're not just open; they're like open. Really? I think so. I mean, it looks like they're like pretty fucking open. Not like he's like kind of cracking his eyes a little bit. Everyone might like, crack an eye here and there. Yeah, yeah. But like his, his shit is just open. <laughs> I'm saying between like the the lip biting and the open eyes, like yeah, yeah. Nobody. Uh, I am disappointed though. With, I'm with you on, on the fact that nobody brought up the turtlenecks. Yeah, that the whole episode, not once did it come up. I mean, not a single turtleneck confrontation. Defining characteristic. Well, I don't know that we needed confrontations, but for example, when he was dumping Katie, I was reminded of his the fact his fucking mustard green fucking sweater and his. Yeah. That's what I said. He came out dressed like a hot dog, but <laughs> he did have a navy blue jacket on, or, or like a light, like not even a navy, like a like a like a bright royal almost. But um. We should go back and see every time he breaks up with someone if he's wearing a turtleneck. He definitely Well, he definitely wasn't wearing one with Katie when he dumped her and I'm like he wasn't serious about the date so he didn't put on a turtleneck. Oh. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
What did you think about Amanda's literally clip? Because I don't know if you do it a whole lot on the show. Victoria's. But there's... I just said Amanda. Yeah, because, I'm because thinking I about say you. literally. Because you say, <laughs> <laughs> because you say literally so much. I definitely let out a cackle on your behalf when they yeah. showed that. I and I, I'll probably play it right here. Literally, there's no one in here he can marry besides me. Like I'm literally the best option for him. Matt and I will end up together at the end of it. Literally, 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 literally. Just go. Like literally, why are you waiting? I. If I say literally again, you have to go. Literally, literally. What is this squirrel? So literally, the whole day I'm like, how the. F squirrels about fall. All the girls love me. They literally clap for me and call me queen when I walk in a room. Literally. I literally don't even know your name. I need like a five minute break. Literally. I'm literally so nice to all these girls. I don't even want to do this interview. Like I'm literally so pissed off. This is literally, literally too much. Literally, I have no nothing else to say. Damn, that's a lot of literally. <laughs> Literally, that's a lot of fucking literallys. Is she from Florida, by the way? Because she got arrested in Florida. She went to FSU. So yeah. she's not from Florida. She's from New York. Did you read about how she got busted trying to steal $250 worth of shit from a grocery store? I think it was a Publix. No fucking way. In Tallahassee. Well, yeah, that's where FSU is. Yeah. Yeah. I called uh, my friend Camilla. She went to FSU. She's always talking about how great FSU. People that went to FSU were like, you know, they love it. You know, FSU is like the NC state of Florida. Okay. Yeah. What does that mean? It's like the engineer school? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like kind of bro -y. It's like in the capital. But also farmers go there? Yeah. Also farmers go okay, there. Okay. Nice. And yeah, it is NC yeah, State. Yeah. Dude. It's like kind of, yeah, it's like a little grimy, um, not very academic. Uh, their football's okay. Dude, she went to FSU and I personally like can't stand FSU as, as a school and whatever but so like the fact when i found out that she went there i was like of course you know but <laughs> dude the literal eclipse they got me dude they got me so good because i was like damn that's that's me she did it she did it extra i mean she's she's i know that was a montage but i think she's even got you yeah got you beat but i mean victoria they just there were sort of like victoria moments like a like glimpses not no not really i don't really feel like she ever she, okay so uh so when she was who did she war with when she was warring with um ryan mm -hmm. victoria basically goes well aren't you maybe you're just a sensitive person you know it was it was hurtful do you think you're a super sensitive person though because i've been getting i mean death threats is a whole nother thing but the memes about my eye that was swollen the memes about my bra straps and like, I'll wear something with my bra showing, like I'll laugh it off. And I feel like the extent of your upsetness at it is like, are you just an emotional person? You know, like that's not how you apologize. No. Like Victoria can't even get out ahead of this shit when she's given the opportunity. No. And she started crying to Matt, talking about, like I said, like the her levels of pain and how she, you know, she acted like she was a victim because she didn't get to pursue her uh, relationship with Matt, like she got run out of fucking town, like fucking Frankenstein with like pitchforks and fucking torches and shit. <laughs> and I bet those girls wanted to fucking pitchfork and torch that bitch. She was terrible and she's never going to learn. I mean, just her behavior on, on this women tell all. And then I've seen like her being interviewed by TMZ. Like, dude, she's just, she's just always like that. She's just a dumb, ignorant, like mean girl.
that outfit. I mean, I, I feel like it just didn't just didn't fit quite right, too. I mean, I, I, I do like. She never fits. At least, did she get the bra right this time? Well, I can't remember. I thought the bra. I like exposed bra. I like exposed bra when it's intentional exposed bra. Like that type of shit where like the yeah. shirt dips down and you see like a little of the bra, like Madonna style or yeah, whatever, yeah. you know? That's like, a look. I, do, I rock that look back in my 20s. Okay. Well, I like that look. Yeah. So she was pulling that element of the look off, but I just felt like it was kind of a strange fitting thing you know it was cool i almost felt like the women were uh, organized you know sometimes i feel like they put the people together like they put you near the person that you hate or maybe mm-hmm. you know they, they do stuff like that they definitely do it at the rose ceremonies they'll stand the two yeah. rivals next to each other but i actually felt like the women were organized based on outfit color like there was a mm-hmm. section with a lot of like um like beiges beiges Beige. and, and like nudes and browns and maroons you know, there was a lot of like outfits of like that color scheme. And then they had like Kayla and Jasenia and somebody else. And they Katie. all had like, uh, they all had like the jewel tone, like the bright jewel tones. Like mm-hmm. Kayla was gold. Jasenia was like a hot, like a hot, rich pink. Mm-hmm. And somebody sitting with them had like a green, like an emerald green on. I think that was Katie, right? Wasn't Katie, nah, Katie, was Katie there? had like a black, she had a LBD on, I think. Mm. Yeah. All right. Do we have anything else to say about this show? Uh, mm. Predictions, etc. We already talked about the next Bachelorette. I think he's going to pick Brie. That's my that's my prediction. I think Rachel's going to leave, and then I think he's going to pick Brie. He her, they showed Brie him and Brie being cozy the most. In yeah, the they've they've but got... don't they always say like you're never gonna. This year, it's unexpected, and it's, you know, Matt was all sad and shit, probably because Rachel left. Because Rachel left. I'm telling you, Rachel freaked out because he was with, with other women, and... Uh, Which would also go with your theory that she really loves him a lot. She, yeah. That's got to be hard. I mean, it's hard. All this stuff is difficult. It's it's not... Well... It's an emotional roller coaster. It really is. And he... So, I think I told you this, like, like the bachelors do a thing where... They, they don't sleep with all the women. Like, not all the bachelors sleep with all the women in the fantasy suites. They usually just sleep with the one that they know they want. So I, I don't think he's really? doing that. I think he's I think he's doing them all. I don't know. We'll have to see. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I suppose as a dude, you're also like, shit, like, I might be getting married in like two days, so I better get it in while I can. <laughs> I mean, I don't see why. Like, like we talked about, like, with Victoria F. Like, we knew Peter would never pick Victoria F., but he was like, I'll yeah. find Victoria F. Yeah, before this, is, before this is over. <laughs> you know, Kelly was a name that was getting floated around as a possible bachelorette. Kelly. Peter Kelly. Really? But apparently they've been seen again, uh, together again recently. Shit, really? Yeah. I liked them as a couple. Yeah, I don't think she's bachelorette caliber, per se. She's cool, though. I mean, people liked her because she was, like, no nonsense and all that. Yeah. I think she's she's if she's not Cuban, she's definitely got she's got a Miami connection. I don't know if she's Cuban though. Maybe she's just a coke dealer. Very funny. God, we we forgot to do this on the last one and we didn't did we were there any tingle moments for you? There wasn't a lot of man meat in this this episode. I get the tingles in a silly place. We can say that Matt definitely had um raging boner in the hot tub. Hard. All right. All right. Uh, thanks. <laughs> thanks, y'all. Thanks for listening. Uh, we'll get we'll get back to our regular format 
with our next in the next episode. This one was hard. This one was hard to track. This one was hard to read. It was like just too much shit going on. Yeah. It's hard to recap a bunch of people just jibber jabbering, you know? Nobody did anything. Mm-hmm. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Back to the massacre.